Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel and I like to have conversations with people in the world of sports because it's super fun to me. Today I have Michael Palevo. He is a master Michael Palevo. He's the owner and founder of Your Fitness Solutions. Um, Michael has worked for the Nashville Predators. He worked in the Vanderbilt University Exercise physiology department and we just get to talk about his company and what he's doing why he's passionate about strength and conditioning what he does at his company that's a little different and how he's able to take what he does and bring it to the masses a little bit more down there in north carolina so a lot of fun talking to michael and i hope you guys enjoy the show No, I'm not that smart either, man. So, <laughs> hey, man, you went to graduate school, not me. Um, today I have Michael Palevo. Did I say that right? You, know, you, you just said it. I'm terrible. Last names is something that I'm terrible. First name, I can get that one. It's a good one. You got a great one. Kind of common, go. but I'll take it. But Michael yeah. Palevo, MS, apparently just means master's degree. Found that out today. Uh, is the owner founder of Your Fitness Solutions. He worked at Vanderbilt University as an exercise physiologist. And also spent a little bit of time with the Nashville Predators. So that's kind of cool. Strength and conditioning intern. So, hey man, thanks for chilling me tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, I'm super excited uh, to be on here and talking to you. It should be fun. I, I feel like I'm a pretty easy person to talk to. Uh, that's kind of one of my one of my qualities. People can talk at me or with me, whatever, whatever we like to say. Um, but, Michael, the first question I have for everybody that comes on the show is, why do you love sports? Man, why not? Um, it brings- Great answer. Great yeah. answer. Yeah, it brings people together, um, you know, gives people something to root for, you know. I mean, even even when your team's losing, you still have people around you, you know. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, like, why not? Why not? It's true. I mean, I don't – I literally would watch nothing else if it wasn't for sports. Like, I'm oh, not yeah. a huge – I'm not a TV guy. Um, I go to the movies, but, like, I don't watch a movie every single night. I think that's crazy. I mean, there's always basketball on, you know, college basketball. There's always – some sort of hockey on. I mean, baseball season's right around the corner. Um, and football season's the best because you got Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday if we want to get real crazy with some college stuff. Tuesday. You know, Thursday. Friday, I'm usually out. Saturday all day, Sunday all day. So it's, it's some good yeah. stuff. But that's good stuff, man. So tell me, I mean, I guess what – um, where does the love of strength and conditioning and exercise physiology, how did this come about, um, you know, throughout, throughout your entire life at this point? Yeah, man. So I honestly have been around it for my whole life. So my dad did the same cardiac rehab, you know, exercise testing. Um, so we had like a metabolic cart in our garage. So a metabolic cart measures your VO2 max. So I was... What's that? So how much oxygen your body can produce. When okay. you're out. So um, Lance Armstrong's is was like 81, 83. Um, I'm not going to get into like what everything else is. What's but, normal? <laughs> yeah so like 40 30 to 30 oh shoot okay okay so 80 something is pretty insane yeah mine was when i was like 15 was measured at like 72 all right so um find yeah, something so, you're good at and love it right That's you know i have you yeah exactly man so you know i was always into you know how to make the human body 
perform at a higher level. Um, and you know, have the opportunity at so many different areas to go from the clinical side to the support performance side. And I was able to nitpick and come up with my own like formula of, you know, how to help somebody you know, perform at a higher level, whether it's an athlete or somebody that just got a new heart or a new set of lungs, like what I did at, at Vanderbilt mm -hmm. and really help them, you know, perform at a higher level. So yeah, you know, I've been around it and went from an endurance athlete. So I was a, uh, an elite cyclist for a number of years. And before that, I was a, a long distance runner. So going from that to now, I do like uh, bodybuilding, physique competition, stuff like that. So going from one side of the spectrum to the next, um, it's a weird path. Not a lot of people kind of go do that, but, you know, I love it. So it's something that I, I enjoy doing. Hey man, if you could wake up every day and be excited to go to work. Um, it's not really work. Exactly. Exactly. It's not really work. You get to do it, man. You get to do it. I always hate hearing people, they have to do this or they, they have to go to work today. No, man, I get to go to work. Yeah, exactly. I was like, people are upset about Mondays. I'm like, I can't wait for like today. I cannot wait for 5 a.m. to get here to like get up and start with my first client. And yeah, just finished like 10 minutes before. Um, yeah, we got on, got on here. And every second of it, I enjoy it. You know, it's yeah. meeting new people, helping people, and just building community. So very cool. So, can give me a little bit of a definition here. What exactly is exercise physiology? And like a person that like me doesn't really know what the heck it is at all. Yeah. So it's pretty much um, how your body adapts to different stimulus. So whether it's altitude, heat, cold, um, explosive training, endurance training. You know, your body adapts to it in certain ways. So uh, an exercise physiologist kind of figures out how to help you adapt better and how to help you perform at a higher level throughout all these adaptations. Very interesting. Okay, cool. I think I, I, think I got that. I'm going to listen back to it, but I'm pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure yeah. I figured that one out. Um, here's just a random question when I was writing down some of my notes that I – fitness trackers, Fitbits, yeah. Apple Watches. Yeah. How do you feel about them? Being like actually in the business, like me personally, yeah, I wear a Fitbit. It it, it tells fun. me to walk around and yeah, to breathe. Yeah. Like, but like as someone in the business, legitimately, you know, trying making a living in this stuff, do those help hurt or are they just kind of annoying? How do you feel about them? I feel like people use them as like a fashion statement. It's not yep. really, you know, it's like, oh, I got the new Fitbit or now it's, um, I forgot what the new thing that's out that tracks like your sleep quality. Oh, whoop bands? Whoop bands, mm -hmm. there um, you know, I feel like if you're an elite athlete, it helps, it would help a lot. But if you're somebody that's trying to, if you're like a mother that's 45, that's trying to lose 15 pounds, you know, do you really need a $800 watch to tell you to eat, you know, a couple calories less or to, you know, um, Oh, you should probably work out instead of watching a TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool. I'm, I get well, pretty much all my clients have something, whether it's a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, and they love kind of, you know, keeping track of, I closed all my rings, which is kind of cool. It kind of keeps you competitive with yourself. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I never, I've never told somebody, you need to go get that new Fitbit. It's going to completely like change your life and it's going to completely help you lose like that weight or help you gain that muscle. Um, it's going to revolutionize your exercise, right? Yeah, I never, I, th I think of them more kind of in the same vein. I mean, I have mine. Uh, I've always kind of been into, I guess, technology, not to sound too douchey, but, you know, I've always kind of enjoyed that and that new thing. And I, I, uh, I like it, 
but I mean, yeah, I mean, it definitely is more of a motivation. I will be very honest about that. It's definitely gotten me up in times when I was like, oh, 250 steps right now. Like, why? I don't need to do that. But it's, sure. it definitely gets me up. It gets me going every, every once in a while. And now it's like, if I see I only have like two or 3,000 steps for a day, like that's a problem. I need to go do something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just curious. Just I don't get to talk to Well, I mean, I know a few people like you, but not, not this deep, not, uh, not this going. So your fitness solution. Yes. Um, want to talk about that, but I'm also really curious again, at Nashville predators, Vanderbilt, um, you're not messing around on your way up the ladder. Like, yeah, well, tell, tell me a little bit about your career before you started this, uh, this company. Yeah. So, um, as I was getting my master's degree, uh, I guess both of them, so I actually have two, um, as I was going through that, I was working full time at Vanderbilt in Pete's cardiology. So it was just something to kind of get my foot in the door. If you live in Nashville, there's a few like Vanderbilt, St. Thomas are two of the very well-known hospitals. Um, and yeah, I was working there full time. I really was able to hone my skills. I got incredibly good at interpret, interpreting EKG. So your heart rhythm. Um, and you kind of need that if you're going into the cardiopulmonary field uh, to monitor exercise and everything else. Um, and as I was doing that, one of my old professors from my undergrad called me up and he was like, Hey, like we're looking for somebody to do like exercise testing with the Preds. Would you be in? And I was like, yes, like, yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah, that's fine. So I did that and that was really awesome. So you were there. If, if the internet didn't lie to me, you were there during their Stanley cup run, right? A year before, years ago. A year before. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, oh, I know. Man. That'd I know. Be pretty cool. <laughs> no. Yeah. The year before. Um, so that was, that was, interesting nashville i've never seen any city like that before and when i say it was crazy i mean you, like nash like downtown nashville was like 10 blocks and they had literally from first avenue to 10th avenue just a sea of gold and blue hockey jerseys with huge uh tvs and it was crazy but that's um, sports man why not right we're all here we're all hanging out let's have a good time so anyways, to get, to get back on track, um, yeah, you know, I was, I was doing both of those at the same time while I was getting my master's, um, and like a month or two after I finished my degrees, uh, an opportunity came up for me to do cardiac and pulmonary rehab at Vanderbilt's, um, you know, center, and at the time, I was like, man, this is a dream come true. If you're going into that field, doing cardiopulmonary rehab is like the golden ticket, it's very, very hard to come by. You need connections. There's not a lot of jobs. And yeah, I was like, I took it. I was, it was awesome. And, but then four weeks I was like, this is not for me. And I was kind of like, it was an awesome opportunity. At the same time, I still had this side gig of doing some of my online training and coaching and just wanting to grow that. So I was growing that little by little. And um, yeah, you know, it's crazy how things happen. I, I started dating my wife like a year after I started working there. She was a nurse um, there as well. So that's how I met her. Um, Sounds it was worth it then. Oh, 100% man. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you know, it was like it, it came up, you know, we were talking. She was like, you should really focus on like trying to build, build that. She was like, it's really awesome. But like, I know it was, it was very nerve wracking. Wasn't like, eh, it's more of just like a side, side hustle. Wasn't really thinking long term. And, you know, after we got married, a couple months after that, we got married in November of 2018. And that February of 2019, I was out the door, Vanderbilt, running this full time. 
So, One year later, you get hanging out with me on a on yeah, a Monday man. night, man. Doesn't get any better than that. Things do come true. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, Mike. Good stuff. Um, yeah, man, that is, that is super cool. So tell like your fitness solution. I looked up on the website. I know you guys do. Um, you know, there's nutrition, there's in person training, there's online stuff. So like, what exactly is the business, and what like what area of the market are you trying to target? Definitely, definitely. So when I when I started your fitness solutions. You know, I saw a huge gap in what pro athletes were getting and what, you know, a lot of the clinical, what, what the clinical patients were getting to what uh, every day, you know, you know, Joe and Susan are getting. There was a huge drop off there. And I really wanted to provide that high quality care that, you know, these two separate demographics were getting to the everyday person. And I felt like, you know, with my skills and my wife, who's a nurse and a personal trainer and my sister, who is a registered dietitian and the people that we had surrounding us, you know, I felt like we were able to really provide that high and detail oriented care. Um, so, yeah, you know, you know, we, we deal with um, workers' compensation um, patients, so people that uh, have some severe injury, a traumatic brain injury, spinal fusions. We'll work with them post-physical therapy as they try to get ready for work, to get back to work, just to kind of give them just more hands-on, a little bit more specific strength training, stuff like that, to people just wanting to lose more weight or gain muscle. So, so you kind and of run the, you run the gamut there, it sounds like. And I think the insight that you have, uh, you know, I, I think you put it in a really great way. I mean, you worked with a professional team. You worked in one of the, the best, you know, cardiac yeah. clinics i yeah. think is what you called it uh, in the country like you're you're seeing firsthand what the utmost care looks like and, and now you're able to say okay well the normal joe and sue you know uh tom dick and harry aren't quite getting this type of care we can give it to them right like it's it's possible to give them the insight i mean this is something you've been doing as you said since you were like 15 right so knowing and understanding that entire aspect being in it your entire life i think it, it's great insight and you know man i think it's an awesome idea, especially if you're, you're able and capable to, uh, um, you know, execute on it. hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. And it was just trying to find, you know, actually put everything together and, you know, market it to where it, it shows the, the worth and the, the value, you know, that's the biggest thing is the value that we bring to the table is at a different level than, you know, than what other people can bring. So absolutely. Again, if you're working, you know, you were personally working with, you know, professional teams, you know, yeah. you, you were working with in, in one of the best uh, cardiac clinics in the country. So what exactly is like, where, where, what is the gap? What does that look like? What does the normal person get? What is, if I went somewhere, what am I going to get? And then what are these teams and these, you, you know, the, these, these high end facilities, what are they, what is yeah. the value that they're bringing? Yeah, man. So start with, you know, Vanderbilt. So if you're going to, if you have, either a heart attack, a stent, heart transplant, lung transplant, whatever it may be, you know, you're getting people that have a minimum of a bachelor's degree up to a PhD in exercise physiology with the highest level certifications. Um, certifications that, you know, you don't, only, you don't only need, you know, high degrees, but you also need hours working in those mm -hmm. demographics. So, um, you know, you get a lot of people that are very good at attention to detail um, and very, you know, high stress environments. Um, you know, you could be monitoring somebody and they go into a very dangerous arrhythmia within a matter of seconds. You have to be able to pick out, okay, what, 
is exactly happening and to what, what do you have to do after that? And it's, you know, either fight or flight, you know, it's either you're going to know exactly what to do and you're all in, or you're like, I have no idea what's going on. Get me out of here. And I've seen both. So, um, you know, you go from that to let's, you know, the natural predators talk about the nicest facility I've ever seen. Um, wow. So, I mean, with that, you know, they're getting, you know, a lot, a lot of these, a lot of these athletes, they only know hockey, right? So they, they don't know anything about nutrition. They don't know anything about strength and conditioning. They just know hockey. So how could we provide them the, the best care to help them? I mean, they're in that top 1% of 1% of athletes, right? Um, so literally everything from food is taken care of, everything is planned out for them. All of their workouts are planned out to the, to the pound to the rep, to the set, um, along with the nicest equipment you could possibly ever imagine. Um, and it's, and they're surrounded by it 24 hours a day in a sense. So, you know, the accountability is super high on really on both sides. You know, you, they're in the gym, they're working out, they're on the ice seven days a week for the most part. The, you know, patients at Vandy, they're, if you have a heart transplant, we're seeing you five days a week for 12 weeks. Um, so, you know, the account accountability is so high there. Whereas for somebody like you, that's going to a personal trainer, you might see that that person once a week or twice a week, if you know, maybe three times a week. But other than that, there's really no accountability outside. Um, so, you know, we really provide that accountability. We try to take every, all the guesswork out of the, out of the equation and really come up with a package that that's going to help this individual, no matter, you know, what they're looking at from a cost standpoint be we're able to provide them that same amount of care so so it sounds like the expertise and the accountability that come with what you know and what your team your wife your sister what you guys are capable of um and then packaging that to somewhere to, to be able to then show the value to the clients yeah exactly 100 exactly. i love it and so i guess how do you how do you how do you show that value and how do you package it in a way that you know again if if me being kind of ignorant on the situation, assuming I'm working with someone that is the you know personal trainer of the Nashville Predators, that's going to be relatively expensive, right? So how do how do you package and market it and show the value, but also make sure that the the cost is you know obviously you have a target market, but make sure that you can still gain the necessary market share so that your business can thrive. Definitely, definitely. So you know, with I don't, it doesn't matter who you, who works with me, what their package price is, you get the same thing. So you'll get. One-on-one uh, -on -one sessions with me. We'll get a nutrition guide, meal plan, and then also a home exercise plan. So, say Michael, you're seeing me two days a week, right? I want you to work out five days a week. Okay, so you're gonna work out with me two days a week, and I'm gonna write a plan for you for those days that you don't come see me. So that way, you have that structure and you have that accountability on the days off. So, I know if you see me on Monday and Thursday, I'm gonna text you on Wednesday and Friday. Hey, how'd your how'd your workout go? Or um, we log every, all your food on my fitness pal. So I have access to that. So if I see on Wednesday or on Friday, yo, did you go out to eat on Friday, Friday night, right? Like your calories are a little off. Like let's, let's try to, you know, it's okay to have that, you know, but it's all about moderation. So, you know, the way that I market all of my nutrition guides is, you know, I'll give you a set amount of calories and then I'll break down all your macros. So I'm not going to tell you for breakfast, eat egg whites with, Ezekiel bread, you know, I'm going to, you know, you have a bank of stuff that you could eat. 
Um, if you know you're going out on Friday, maybe go a little bit lighter on the carbs and the fat, breakfast, lunch, and snacks, have more protein because when you go out, you're more likely to have fat and carbs for, you know, when you're dining out. Um, but, but they're so good, man. They're they so, so good. good. It's hard. Trust me. I know, man. I know. Um, I love that. So the accountability, you, you essentially just try and bake it in. Uh, as you said, you're texting people. You're, you're really, you're paying oh, attention I, to their MyFitnessPal. Definitely. Um, honestly, I probably text my clients more than a lot of family. Um, I thought you were going to say wife, but you didn't, no, set, no, you didn't no, specify. No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you know, I have a very close relationship with a lot of my clients. Um, they trust me and I trust them. So, you know, I'm very picky with who I take on. I don't take every person that comes to see me on. If I know it's not a good fit, you know, I learn it's, it's not worth, you know, if they're not willing to make certain lifestyle changes, then they're really not investing themselves into what I have to offer them. So that you, you bring up a couple of really good points there. One, as a new business owner, I mean, again, you started this full-time a year ago. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Um, it's, it's very difficult as a business owner to be like, no, I don't want your money. It's right. Awful. It's the hardest thing ever. Um, so how, never, how do you, how do you guys deal with that? You, your wife, I mean, again, you, your wife, your sister, they're all, you're, you're a team in this. Like, how do you guys make sure that like, okay, no, not this person. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very good at reading people. I'm also very genuine and honest. And at, at our initial consultation, we'll sit down and I'll tell them, you know, if I feel like this isn't a good fit, if I'm not a good fit for you, or if you're not a good fit for what I have to offer, like, you know, I'm not going to waste your time and money. And just like, I don't want you to waste my time. And a lot of them take that. They're appreciative of it. Some are like, what are you talking about? I've never had somebody tell me no. And I'm like, it, you know, I value, you know, my, my business and, you know, my reputation, you know, it's not worth $350, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm just very honest with people and I feel like people appreciate that. And yeah, you have to be, especially, I mean, you know, we've been talking about it. So it's, it's the expertise that you get working with you guys. It's the accountability and it's also the service, obviously. I mean, if you're texting these people more than you text your family members, I mean, that is some incredible service right there. Um, so, I mean, it, it sounds like you got you guys have a really good thing going. You're honest with everybody, letting them understand, Hey, like, if I don't think this is good, you're going to waste your money. You're going to be angry and I'm going to waste my time. And my time is very valuable to me. It's not something I want to deal with. Um, you brought up another point before too. Uh, let's, let's see if I can remember. It was a pretty good one. Um, oh, so going back to the accountability aspect of it with a lot of these people and being honest and genuine and hoping that, hoping that they're honest and genuine back with you, how, how many strikes until you're like, all right, dude, I, I know you're lying to me. I know you're not doing what I told you to do. Like what's going on? Yeah. You know, there's really, it's a person by person case. I, I'm not like three strikes are out, five strikes are out. Um, you know, I'll give it, I'll give them, you know, two full packages. So if somebody buys two, eight session, you know, eight sessions and they're still, you know, they're not quite getting it. I'll give them another, you know, at that point we're looking at three months. Um, and if they're still not committing or if I, you know, I don't know why I'm not losing weight and I'm like, you're, well, you're not logging your food. So I can't really see what's going on. You're telling me you're doing these workouts, but you're actually regressing in what we're doing in person. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not a magician, you know, it's, you have to, you have to, you have to buy into the program, you know, and there's people that do and they're absolutely killing it. And I get, I probably get more pumped up than they do. You know, when I get a text from a client, like today I've been working with um, 
you know, Katie for like four months. I'm going to give her a shout out. She is absolutely killing it. Um, you know, she texts me, you know, she's been to a pair of jeans that she hasn't been able to wear in years. And she's like thrilled. I get more excited than I think they do. Cause I'm like, cause every time I, um, I start with somebody, I'm like, I hope this works. I know it's, you know, in the back of my mind, there's always that I really hope this works cause they're depending on me. And, um, you know, I'm, it's yeah, just a genuine happiness about it. Shout out, Katie. Keep on rocking and rolling, girl. Um, and, and I understand that you would have those feelings, but at the same time, you, you've done this long enough now that you've seen the successes, you've seen probably some failures, and you kind of know what works and what doesn't. So what are some of the things, like going back to the well, like is there certain phrases that you tell clients? Is there just certain ways? I know everything's kind of a case-by-case basis, but I'm sure there's a couple specific things that you try and hit either every time or, or you know, to get someone motivated. What are some of these things that really help you help them? Yeah, you know, um, I I want, you know, just to feel that drive, just to get that excitement, you know, um, trying to think. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't really, like, off the top of my head, man, it's more just like in spur of the moment, mm-hmm. you know, getting fired up. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's just a random question. Most of these questions are random, to be honest with you. They just yeah. pop in my head and we roll with them. Um, so going you have the very holistic approach, obviously, as you said, you, 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 you're going to train with me for a couple of days a week. You're going to train the other three days, you know, three of the other five days by yourself, but it's going to be a very specific plan. Um, nutrition, uh, do, sleep, anything like that. Like what else is involved in this entire plan? Because all aspects of someone's life, is it, you know, if you sit for eight hours a day at off at the office, get a standing desk, like what types of other things do you try and just recommend to just these people that are, again, you know, they're putting their life literally in your hands. Yeah, definitely, man. So I'm huge on sleep. If somebody's like, I'm eating right, and I know they're eating right, I know they're doing everything I say from an exercise standpoint, you know, how many hours of sleep are you getting? Getting four hours of sleep. Oh, that's like, okay, that's not really going to work. Why are you only getting four hours? Oh, I was watching, uh, watching a game, watching a movie, whatever. Or I'm like, man, okay, like, let's try to go like seven hours and see how you feel for like a week. Like, promise me you'll get seven. Okay, I'll promise you'll get seven hours. Um, and then it's like, you know, the weight just starts to just, you know, your body needs that sleep. It needs to get jump started, restarted again each day and each night. Um, you know, what happens to your hormones and everything else when you sleep is unbelievable. Um, yeah, you know, sleep is a huge key. I'm not huge on supplements. Um, you know, for the most part, protein is, is a big thing. And then if somebody has, I deal with, um, elderly people as well. So arthritis, you know, I'm big on turmeric, um, helps with inflammation. Um, and then if somebody's like trying to get like big and jacked in the gym, you know, some pre-workouts here and there, but really nothing else. That's, that's too crazy. I, I definitely try to stick with, you know, try to keep it as simple as possible. Try not to throw too much at them at the same time. And I feel like that's a problem with, you know, the fitness industry now is people try to go from zero to a thousand in like a day. And three weeks later, they're done, they're burnt out, and then they take three weeks off, they binge, and then they get upset, and they start over again. Whereas, you know, I start very, very simple and basic, and then slowly implement different um, criteria along. And I feel like that's what helps in the long run, so. Absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 um, this is, you know, it's a very easy, you know, um, point we can go back to society and, uh, being, uh, what is it? Instant gratification, right? Yeah, like we've been, they want to lose a hundred pounds in in a week. Yeah. And but they want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a month. 
And I'm like, yo, that's not going to happen, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's your honesty coming back in, Mikey. I love it. I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things where people, of course, you know, I, I think that's an easy thing to fall back on. I mean, I think, you know, psychologically, blah, 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 we can get into that conversation. But I mean, it, it's people obviously want to lose that weight. It's just understanding that patience is very important in this. And, and a lot of people kind of forgot that patient exists now that we can just pull down, you know, any of the apps we're in and it's automatically refreshed. What do you mean? There's no Wi-Fi here. That's crazy. I need the Wi-Fi, right? So it's yeah. just one of those things where, and, and how do you, how do you deal with that aspect of it? Again, like the mental side and getting people to understand like, yo, I told you this is, this is, this is a long-term solution. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I have this day, day by day approach. So, um, you know, I had a client that started, that started with me recently that needs to lose quite a bit of weight that has not done anything for, for years. And it was either um, come to me for personal training or have surgery to lose weight. And my big thing was, all right, like surgery is not guaranteed. Like you might lose some weight, but if you don't have those lifestyle changes beforehand, you're just gonna go back to your old habits and it's just gonna start over again. Um, you know, I want, the biggest thing for me is just to start very small day by day. So, okay, what did you do today that's gonna help you? What's gonna, what are you gonna do tomorrow that's gonna help you? Okay, once we get there, let's take it day by day, break everything down and just go from there. If you're doing everything that, that I ask, I know it works. I'm, that, I'm very confident in what I'm building and what I'm programming that I know it works. You just have to trust me. And I feel like, you know, because I am so genuine and very you know, optimistic for the most part, that people do, they do, they do end up trusting me and, you know, believing me, so. Yeah, again, the honesty is very important. You know, okay, what else? We have expertise, we have accountability, we have honesty, we have incredible service. Um, I mean, we're, we're just building this thing out right here, man. I love it. I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, dude. And I just think, you know, you, you were talking about it before, like supplements. It's, a, it's always been something very, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not in that space. Uh, so I don't really, I can't comment on it from a, like a scientific standpoint. But I've always just thought like, why? Why do we need supplements, right? Like why, like we, the earth wasn't, grown with chemicals and supplements and stuff like i think there's enough stuff you could just eat on a regular basis that should be fine right right um you know yes and no yes and no if you're just um an average joe then yes but if you're an athlete that's burning um you know for a cyclist that's that's burning up to seven thousand calories a day during the tour de france that's sweating out i don't know how much you know electrolytes in a day you know, you're not going to be able to replenish that with bread and water. You know, you're going to need something that's going to, you know, help you just get back up to that, just to get up the par, you know? So, you know, protein helps, you know, you, it's hard to eat that much meat to get enough protein, you know? Um, and same with like, with electrolytes, you know, there's drinks that could, that have a lot more than just eating, you know, three dozen bananas, or and oranges and everything else that's going to be able to get that um but yeah i mean it's a multi-billion dollar industry and a lot of people just are wasting a lot of money honestly and that's unfortunate but there's a reason why the supplement industry is a multi-billion dollar industry so yep. yeah um, I, I was talking about it more so from like you know a more normal person just like a dude going to the gym to stay in shape obviously lance armstrong and, and michael phelps they're, they're gonna need a little bit of more stuff for sure but, but yeah. you know it, it does make sense. And it's always been something interesting to me and kind of just seeing and feeling kind of how that part works. Um, and same thing, like, I don't want to sound like an ass, but like, I feel like 
you know, obviously medical conditions aside, yeah. like if you just eat like chicken and lettuce, it's, right. it's fine. If you go out to dinner and get like this giant salad with all this, you know, this huge dressing and all this BS on top of it. And this chicken that was seasoned in like copious amounts of sodium surprise, yeah. you're not going to lose any weight. Like it's like, but people are surprised when they do. Right. And they're like, they're like, I don't know why I gained. I'm like, it's not, it's, it's first off. I'm like, you didn't gain 10 pounds in like a weekend. It's water weight. You know, and same thing when people lose like five pounds in a day, I'm like, it's water weight. You're not gonna, did you burn 15,000 calories? I was like, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, you have to, and that's the thing is like people are wanting these results so fast. So they'll take a pill that says they'll, they'll lose five pounds in a day. And, you know, yeah, you might lose five pounds of water and, you know, your kidneys and your liver might be going crazy, but you know, you lost five pounds on the scale and that's all that matters to people. So it's yeah. crazy, man. I never, I just don't understand it. Don't eat these shitty frozen dinners, you know, eat just yeah, a piece yeah. of chicken, yeah. <laughs> grill it up. <laughs> I don't get it. Man. Like, it's just so confusing to me. It must be yeah, so frustrating from your standpoint. Honestly, at this point, I'm, I'm just so used to it. I feel like that it's all, I'm, I'm very sarcastic by nature. So I, I I'm very sarcastic with my clients. So if, if I, if somebody's, you know, Oh, like, um, I had, oh, we had frozen pizza for, for dinner. She's like, you know, I, I gained like three pounds. I'm like, well, you didn't gain it. Like you had a frozen pizza for dinner. And I was like, how many slices was in a serving to how many servings did you have? Three. Well, you have three servings. So yeah, you have about 6,000 milligrams of sodium. You're not going to, you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to get the results. So don't be frustrated when, yeah, the scale is not saying what you want it to say. Mm -hmm. And how much, what like, calories like how much do you factor in counting calories versus like where the calories are coming from or or all the other bullshit in the food itself yeah for sure so i i it's 50 50 so i'll look at somebody's um metabolic rate what their current weight is and um i'll just take a percentage out not a big percentage usually about 20 percent. so that way they're in a caloric deficit but not a crazy one where they're going to be famished um, and then I just kind of go off of what, um, what their body weight is. So for somebody that's, I, I don't want people to, to lose a lot of muscle. That's, you know, for somebody that if somebody's even though they're unhealthy and they might be very much overweight, they still have a good amount of muscle mass or some muscle mass, I should say. Um, so, you know, somebody that weighs 200 pounds, you know, I'm going to keep their protein around 200 grams to keep it close to their body as close to their body weight as possible. Um, for, for carbs, I'll go slightly under that. And then for fat will be, you know, I, it's for everybody it's within, you know, 50 to 70, 80 grams of, of fat a day. Um, and that's a pretty good ballpark of where people should be if they're working out. And then if they're very sedentary, then it's going to be a little bit lower than that. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a 50, 50 thing, you know, you have, it has to be the right kind of calories. I don't want you eating 2000 calories just worth of, of, you know, it has to be the right, the right kind. So even though I have people, people, when they first sign on, they're like, Oh, I met my calorie goal or I met my calorie goal, but I didn't eat enough protein. I was way over on my carbs. Is that okay? No, it's not okay. You're, you're almost there. Let's just dial it back a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's just a step-by-step. -step. It's literally, like I said, day by day. It's a learning curve. You've never done this before, so don't expect to get an A plus the first time you try it. So, 
Yeah, it's it going back, you know, you talked about the supplement industry being a multi-billion dollar industry. I mean, we have like the Weight Watchers of the world and all these. Another, I mean, I'm assuming that's somewhere in the billions. And I was with a friend of ours and she's like, oh, I'm on Weight Watchers, so I can only have so many points. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And she's like, all right, well, I can have 33 points. So I'm going to have a, a grilled cheese with bacon. I'm just like, that, that totally defeats the purpose. Who cares what, like, that makes zero sense. You know, you're not going to lose weight eating grilled cheese and bacon, right? Like that's clearly not how this works. Yeah, it's kind of like, so the keto diet's a big thing now, right? So people are super low on carbs, like almost zero carbs and super high on fat and protein. And we were at a restaurant, this was like last summer. And I feel like whoever's on keto, they'll tell you they're on keto. You oh know, yeah. They'll be like, I'm on keto. So they're ordering, we're at a burger place, right? I even have burgers and fries every now and then. You have to enjoy yourself. But we're at uh, this awesome place in Nashville, the pharmacy. If you're ever there, that's probably the best burger you'll ever get. Um, so we're there, the girl's ordering. She tells the waitress, I can't have the bun or the fries because I'm on keto. Of course you are. But I want extra bacon. No joke, extra bacon. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, that's wrong on so many levels. And I'm sitting like five feet away and I'm rolling my eyes. Sarah's about to go confront her. I'm just like, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's people go from one extreme to the next. I'm like, yo, just enjoy life in moderation. You know, carbs are good. You need carbs to burn fat. Um, you know, unless you're morbidly obese, keto is probably not the best thing for you. Yeah, I don't understand how keto works. Um, I'm sure there's scientifics behind it, but I don't think we've had enough of a trial to see like the long-term effects of the inside of your body, right? Because I feel like that's going to really screw some stuff up. Sure, and especially if you're, if you're, well, the problem now is that girls that are 130 pounds are trying to do keto that don't need to be doing keto. They don't have, like, they don't have nearly enough fat to actually get anything from it and the problem is so after a while your body goes into ketosis which uses um protein and everything else to to lose the burn fat lose weight uh, the problem with that is that it turns your blood so acidic that it does that it damages your liver and your kidneys so if you do it for a long period of time and you're morbidly obese you might be okay if you're a 130 pound girl that's trying to burn 10 pounds you know, don't do it. It's not, first off, you're not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to, you're going to give up after, you know, one week and one in to have drinks with your friends. Um, but you know, it, yeah, the side effects long-term are dangerous. Um, but yeah, if people think it's going to help them lose weight, just like intermittent fasting, people use it as a, as a crutch and not as a tool. So the internet's going to internet, man. I mean, you can find positive, because it, it's yeah people come to me like i want to do intermittent fasting it's like no you don't i'm like let's let's not <laughs> that's too funny see i've heard i've heard a lot of good things uh even from dietitians about intermittent fasting so now i'm curious like what what exactly first off what is it because maybe i just have it wrong right and then what exactly do you not like about it personally i don't the, the only thing i don't like about it is that my big thing is long term i want you to be able to, if you're going to do something i want you to be able to do it for the rest of your life if you could do intermittent fasting for the next 60 years of your life, that is great. But if you have to, if you have to stop doing it because you're getting burnt out after six months or a year or two years, then why, why do it? 
you know, and I'm sure that's probably going to get some backlash because people are all about it. But, you know, I say it how it is. And, you know, I feel like people that they, they want long-term success. So why don't you do something that's going to implement all of that together? You know, living in moderation. Um, and people on the opposite side of the spectrum that are overzealous with working out and, you know, counting every single grain and ounce of that goes into their body. That's unhealthy as well, you know, but um, yeah, you have, you have to be healthy. You have to do it like do it for long-term success, not a short-term fix. So I like that. That's a good reason though. Um, it, like, I, I really respect your reason behind it is because, well, I know people aren't going to be able to do it forever. And this is something that you don't just take up for a month. This is not something you do for a month or two months. This is something that you should, if you really want to do it, you implement it for the rest of your life. As you said, keto is not good long-term. Your your liver is, I have a kidney stone right now. It's awful. I don't know if that keto would do that to me, but goddamn, I hate it. And I would never wish this pain on anyone. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know what that would do, but that, it sounds like it's not good. (laughs) You know, it's healthy for you, but you know, people, people want, like you said, they, they want that instant gratification. They want that instant fix so mike against the internet man i can't wait that's gonna be a good tv show um so what is what's your vision for the future of your fitness solution like what is i mean you you have multiple offices if i'm not mistaken now um you're i know you're reaching out trying to work with some professional athletes you know like what what are you trying to do what are you trying to build this thing into yeah man so you know i don't really know 100 percent. you know it's i don't want to put a window on it you know i feel like when you work corporate jobs the window is very low. And when I started this, I felt like it was my, you know, sky where I was able to really build it. However, whatever way I want. Um, I would love to open some locations out West. I feel like that would be, I feel like I would do very well out there. Um, it was definitely, I learned a lot from transitioning from Nashville to Raleigh two completely different, um, obviously locations, but the demographics within those locations were completely different. And, you know, the growing pains are, are insane. And, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to open up more, more locations. I want to fran- eventually possibly franchise and, um, you know, just see where it goes. You know, I, yeah, you know, I, I don't have an answer right now. I am just loving what I'm doing every single day. And yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. So, um, if there's yeah. anything I can do to help, man, I've, I've told you, I don't know too, too many people down in North Carolina. I know one, and hopefully you guys have a great conversation, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. And then, so I uh, actually, that was supposed to be the last question, but I forgot something that I really actually really wanted to talk about the, the online fitness coaching yeah. aspect of it. What have you seen in that space? And do you really see that as kind of the future of training, especially with everything we've been talking about, the internet with, yeah. uh, you know, instant gratification, me working from home, it's probably just easier for me to work out from home too. Like what have you seen on that end of it? Um, and what successes and failures have you seen there? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Um, it's hit or miss. It takes a very special person to actually, um, get results from it, especially since I'm not physically there with them. Um, first off, the person has to be very, very determined. Um, they also have to have some, uh, background, some experience working out, you know, you can only explain so much in a video and, you know, you can't form correct and stuff like that. So, um, 
yeah, I feel like people try to do online coaching and that's like their main focus. You know, my thing is, is that I feel, I feel like I can't help people, you know, thoroughly enough doing online only. I use that more as a, you know, you work with me and you also get this online component to it. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've had people that have lost a lot of weight from it. I've had people that gave up after a week. Um, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's cheaper, you know, so people obviously are going to go that route if they're financially strapped, you know, they're still getting the same amount of workouts, the same kind of workouts. The only difference is I'm not, I'm not there to help them, but I feel like that's what I bring to the table is me. And, you know, the people that I have that work with me. And, um, and we've been talking so. about it a little bit. I mean, the expertise would still be there, right? But it sounds like the accountability is not going to be there as much. And the service clearly isn't going to be there as much, too. So just out of curiosity, and this is just purely curiosity, why is that even like a part of your business at this point? If you even yourself realize it's not, it's not really quite, you know, the best yeah. thing for some of your clients. Yeah. Um, the only online, uh, you have to sign up with me in person. So you're getting me in person and you're also getting the online aspect okay. as, as that added bonus. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's, there are a few people that will, uh, I'll just have online, but I know that they've had experience working out. I know that they know what to do from a form standpoint. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's very difficult. Um, but yeah, people are pushing it. That's like going to be the new thing. I feel like um, people just, literally run just online fitness businesses and uh, but you have to watch out for that because there's a lot of a lot of snakes out there that are trying mm -hmm. you know steal money so <laughs> always are always are and i guess like if again it makes sense like if you've worked with someone for x amount of time maybe they even transition to the online or maybe they're moving or you're moving or something happens and they kind of need to transition to something like that then it makes sense um but yeah i I agree. Like what we've been talking about, you know, the core parts of what it seems like are your business. I mean, the accountability aspect and the service aspect aren't really going to be there as much. And that's what you, you know, you've been talking like expertise, accountability, honesty, that might be there, but it's still not going to be the same if you're not there in person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, out of all that, I feel like just me being genuine is such a big aspect too, is that, you know, I genuinely want to help people and want to help. I want to see them be successful. You know, I've done free stuff for people, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of times, but that's, you know, I don't, for me, I just genuinely want to help people. And I feel like I'm in a great point where I could actually do that at scale and continue to do that. Um, so, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm excited. Um, yeah. And then I also have um, a, my YouTube channels growing and growing. So I do a lot of content on there. So, uh, MP fitness, I think we hit like 5,000 subscribers. Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate it. So that's growing. I have a lot of, like I said, a lot of content on there with different workouts and nutrition stuff. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's awesome. I, you know, I, I can't complain, man. I can't Amen. Complain. Sounds, sounds like you're having fun. It sounds like you're helping people, which seems very, you know, very close to your heart, which I think is very important. So Mike, Michael, man, this was absolutely fantastic. Palevo? Yeah, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. Nice. Master. Mr. Master Michael Palevo, owner, founder of your fitness solutions. Uh, Mike, really appreciate your time today, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and really all the episodes of For the Love of Sports. Sincerely appreciate your time. I know it's the only thing we don't get more of, so I 
really do appreciate you giving me a little bit of yours and thank you that's really all i can say like this is easily the most fun i get to have on a daily basis so if you know anybody that you think would have some fun hanging out with me for 45 minutes to an hour to just chop it up about what they do in sports there's so many opportunities in the industry and i really want to help people understand young kids college graduates, career changers, that there are so many different things you can do in this industry. You don't just have to be an athlete. You don't have to be a coach or an executive. You can work at some of these incredible companies and with like these incredible people that you've heard before. So please, 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 if you could give us a five-star review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever the heck you get your uh, podcast, please give us a review. Please share this and yeah, tell your friends about it. It's a lot of fun for me. So if you know anybody, as I said, that would like to come on, I'd love it. But if you just share it with your friends and they learn a little bit, that's good enough too. So thank you all so much and I hope you make it a wonderful day.